Welcome to Let's Talk About Treks, an episodic review of today's visions of the future featuring Earl Grey and Jack Dorino. This episode, Jack and Earl are watching the premiere of Star Trek Prodigy, Lost, and Found. Why does Capaldi sound familiar? Capaldi. Capaldi is the name of the, Peter Capaldi. Uh, yeah, previous Doctor. So I just I I I saw a trailer for not a trailer, uh, an ad, an advert, an advertisement, as it were, for the <laughs> for the show Doctor Who, featuring the titular Doctor Who. Um, wait, wait, which one? The current Doctor. Course, it's Jody. Oh, I thought I, I mean, I keep on seeing hints that there's a new doctor already, already ready already. I, I don't know. And I just I just saw this this advert for Doctor Who Flux, and then it has a little trailer that's maybe like it's like five, six seconds long at the most. Uh huh. I thought maybe I saw well, that's a, what they call a teaser. I thought maybe I saw a uh, a moment of. Peter Capaldi, but I could have been just could have been just been wishful thinking, or you know, some other old skinny white guy. They they like to do uh, doctors meet doctors every they, once in a while. They, they do, especially on anniversaries. They do. Yes, so I, I, that that could have been why he you saw him. Um, do you think an apple would be too loud? Yes. Okay. That's ridiculous. Entirely ridiculous to, to even suggest. Uh, so, we are here to discuss yeah. uh, the new Star Trek series. I, for one, am always excited about a new Star Trek series. I am so, too. Yes. Um, I, I was also, I was also quite pleased to find out that there was going to be, in addition to the adult animated series, which is what I'm going to call Star Trek Lower Decks, that there would be uh, a more whimsical and fun. Um, I'm sorry, uh, but that just we, it brings on weird connotations to me. Uh, you just wait, Holmes. I know you haven't seen uh, the full, the entirety of season two, Lower Decks. I haven't uh, seen any of season two. Okay, two, well, two. well, you you need to get watching season two, and then the idea of it being an adult animation will uh, will sink in. No spoilers. Sweetie. <laughs> well, I, I kind of had had a spoiler. I understand that uh, somebody has a tail. I, the doctor, I guess, has a tail. Doctor Who. I don't know her name. <laughs> Tiana. Ah, thank you. I mean, if, if we're going to talk about an adult animated series, I mean, can we talk about furry bait? Maybe not on this show. Probably not on this particular show. That'll be the sub show. It's gonna be Earl Grey gets real weird. Dings. Our spinoff show. <laughs> Speaking of a spinoff show, ladies and gentlemen, we do present to you as of Halloween 2021, our second uh, oh, yeah, so, special so, episode. Well, what's our oh oh halloween is our second special episode it is it is the second special episode um our first special episode um i don't even remember what it was it was something about shark weeks and uh, captain william yes it was it was guy. shark trek that's what it was that's what it was look forward to your local retailer but you don't have it 
or on Discovery Plus. Uh, I bet you don't have it there either. And what's weird that's you know it's weird that it's not on. That's great. You know it's weird that's not on Discovery Plus. What? Discovery is not on Discovery Plus. Do you know what's not on Paramount Plus? Yeah, it shows that NBC makes. But this is something it should be. Okay. That's probably somewhere in a complicated situation. Oh, the suspense is killing me. Let's let's just get to it. Indiana Jones. Okay. Hey, no. So I, I mean, I wouldn't mind if Indiana Jones. I mean, the young Indiana Jones. I'm not watching Indiana Jones. Like, there's so many. There's so much new content that I'm not watching content from the previous to 2000 uh, very often. Intentionally, well, although I do have to admit that I did watch an episode of Two Two Seven last night. Two Two Seven. What's that? Yeah, it's a it's a black sitcom from oh, okay. Must See TV days. <laughs> okay. All right. So this new this new show. Uh, so th- there are so many things to talk about before we even get to our our usual, uh, uh, you know, watch through and talk through and, mm-hmm. and completely talk over everything. Um, there is a uh, there's a lot of stuff in this show to talk about. Okay. Uh, so first, I've been told the year is 2383. Okay. I it's my understanding that you concur. We may have had this conversation previously, off <laughs> off mic. And I, mean, uh, maybe, I, maybe it'll drop in in a, uh, a special features. Sure. I mean, I, I posit that from what we saw in the episode that we don't know that it's 2383. We also don't even know that it's the Delta Quadrant, although I've been told and heard from many different sources that it's Delta Quadrant. Um, and the Kazon being there seems to underscore that idea, however. Yeah. And just because there's a Kazon there doesn't mean you're in the Delta Quadrant. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Someone else said that it's 2383. What was the spoiler warning about? I'm not spoiling I mean, they, anything. They, We're doing a review of the episode yeah. that I'm discussing. Yeah, what are you talking about? There's a, there's, there's this ship. First of all, it's, I guess we can go there because, well, I don't have a reason why. Because this, so this is a, yet another Star Trek series that is named not after the ship, right? It's called Prodigy. Oh, yeah. Because the ship is the protostar, correct? Yes. So, uh, although from a certain point of view, the uh, ship itself could be a prodigy of starships. Sure, sure. So I was thinking that. So are we talking about a prodigy? Let's define prodigy. For, for sure. Our... Yeah. Okay. I can look up a dictionary definition. Just tell me. Okay. So a prodigy to me means someone who has gone far afield, achieved and returned to the fold or to home. That's that's what I think of as a prodigy, but that's the prodigal son. A prodigy is just someone who's like the best in the thing they do, like uh, a a young, uh, brilliant genius at a thing, like Beethoven mm-hmm. would be a prodigy. Yes, yes. Um, well, Mozart is often uh, considered a prodigy. Sure, I, I can't think of any more. Zuckerberg probably would have been a prodigy. I, Elon Musk would. would would have been a prodigy back in his, his Yo time. Yo Ma, a modern prodigy. The cellist. Sure, absolutely. Cellist? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Yo Yo Ma is definitely a cellist. Uh, also, <clears throat> I don't know if we're still doing bingo cards, but I'll bet you, <laughs> you didn't expect Yo Yo Ma to pop up on this show. That's what he did. <laughs> we should pick that up again. We should never have dropped it. But Why, did we drop it? Uh, did we? I don't know. 
I don't know. Lower decks would kind of have. Oh yeah, that's a different show, I guess. You know. Yeah. So I, I this is one thing I was wondering about this show is should we do like a different sort of uh, format for the show? I don't know. I think that it just makes sense to uh, do as we do. Yeah. You know until our zero listeners tell us that you know they want to hear something different <laughs> as soon as i hear that echo from the void i'll change change the way i'm doing things around here uh so i this this the my favorite uh, starship has been for a while the prometheus class um okay also sort of like holding that spot was the nova class or the rhode island class really uh and the protos the Protostar, I don't know what this class of ships is. it a Protostar? Oh, it's the annex. It's the annex of the class. So it would be a... Hypothetically, it'll be the class will be named after the annex of the class, yes. Sure. So I'm going to assume this is called the Protostar class. Yep. Uh, I think that's fair. And uh, that's a fair assumption. the Protostar class, uh, I really, like, I can't get it, keep it, I, I can keep the general shape in my head, but I can't really like without specifically looking at it remember like the exact like things that make it like what pieces of other ships does it have you know because it kind of is that in a certain way like the nacelles are very similar yeah. to like there, there's calvin universe stuff yeah oh they were i think they are okay, um, I guess I... the saucer section is sort of voyager shapes but also a little bit sovereign shaped i feel the, the, it's definitely it has, um, you just named the class that is very much yeah, the shape. Nova, the Prometheus Prometheus class, yeah yeah it's, it's, it's like way less Prometheus. sharp, it's way softer the Prometheus it, is very, is very sharp yeah, Prometheus is very sharp, it's got a lot of sharpness to it and Protostar is, is, is very rounded everywhere hmm, okay um, so what's what's stymieing me and what is apparently stymieing much of at least Twitter, at least my, my Star Trek Twitter uh, is the size of the ship. Right? So I, I was uh -huh. very pleased when somebody else popped up with like, I don't know how big it is. Cause I have no idea how big this ship is. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to guess that it's between 10 and 15 decks. I don't know for sure. I think that makes it around a little bit bigger than defiant, but about the same size as Nova glass, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I, I get Nova and Nebula can, Nebula is a galaxy uh, saucer with the nacelles underneath. Okay. Like it's basically a, a galaxy class kind of tucked in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or folded in half. Yeah. 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 Like you kind of like you kind of like flip it over, turn it, flip the back over, turn it upside down, and stick it back together. Yeah. yeah. And that's your that's your Nova class, which is probably kind of what they did <laughs> to make the Nova class yeah. back. Like, I mean, the Nebula yeah. class back in the day. Yeah. We were doing these things with kit bashes, literal kit bashes, <laughs> and not like digital kit bashes. Yeah. So, uh, but the other thing that confuses me is uh, the words themselves, in a practical sense, are very similar similar nouns. Which words? Nova and Nebula. Those objects and those those things just look very similar in space, floating in space. A nova and a nebula. Okay, sure, sure. I guess a nova. Yeah, sure. Would a nova dissipate into a nebula? Maybe. They're both kind of nebulous clouds, aren't they? Yes. Or no? I think, I think the uh, a, a nova might be a little less nebulous. 
than a nebula. <laughs> Although I think it actually, now that I think about it, I think a no, nova is when a star collapses and goes super. Yeah, well, so that collapses and then it expands and then it. Yeah, I mean a nova, supernova. I think a supernova just comes from a bigger star, right? Well, I wish I knew what, science. What, <laughs> would it, would a supernova dissipate into just a nova? I don't know. We should call an astrophysicist. For, yeah, the, these are questions that we should send to uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. We should ask our friendly neighborhood astrophysicist. Okay, it appears that the top of the ship, that the very top of the saucer, though, is is transparent in some way. It, like it, all, it looks like a cockpit to me. Well, certainly the bridge is almost entirely encased in transparent something, whether it's transparent sand or sure transparent aluminum. Or so here's part of know. here's part of what what I have an issue with the, the size of the ship, right? So I would I would imagine that 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 you know transparent portion that yeah. we're calling the bridge that, that that's at least that's it it's either one or two decks tall, right? Well, yeah, and they kind of show that when uh, the boy walks around on right. the ramp, sure, up from wherever he exactly. Came from. Yes. So then, when you if you take the size of if you look at a picture of it right from the side, and you take the size yeah. of that bridge and call that one or two decks, and then you mm -hmm. copy that downward, you only get like three or four. So either that window is two decks high, or the mm -hmm. or the ship is only like less than 10 decks high or you know either or that that glass peg section has to be two decks high because then if it's two decks high then you have about mm -hmm. 10 decks right mm -hmm. seems very small which is cool well i like small i like the idea of a small ship sure i mean it, it, it's going to have to be small to be able to be crewed by four people i mean well, the, it requires the, a crew of 20 actually yeah, the Medusan said it needs a minimum of either a thirty-four arm appendage or thirty-four appendage creature, or a crew, a minimum of a crew of twenty. So, uh, so here's my question about Medusans. So, uh, well, let's let's go through the let's go through the characters then, since we've we've apparently sure. moved okay. on. So, I'm sorry. All right, those are JJ verse versions. Yeah, 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 they're very very JJ-ish. Uh, Kelvin is what I'm still going to call them. You're you're right. I I it's, just no, think it's okay. JJ we can call it whatever. Kind of funny. JJ verse whatever. Oh, uh, there's a whole video. So our our main character, yeah, is known as. And now here's the thing. I I, I heard this name in a couple different ways, and I read it in in yet an, an even different way. So I thought that I heard him call him. All right, I heard someone call him Dal R L. Mm hmm. What did you hear? Um, I heard Dal for sure. I thought I wrote it down somewhere. Okay. Um, because I I read it and it said Dar, basically like Dar apostrophe not yeah apostrophe R E L or Dal R apostrophe E L. So I yeah really yeah the sure. subtitle is def. See, I watch the subtitles on, even though I can hear just fine. The subtitle is definitely spelled. Dal-ra-el. Yeah. Yeah. 
Dal Rael. He's related to, to, to Superman. Superman. Yeah, thank you. I know. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's immediately the first thing I thought, of course, was, yeah, Dal Rael. Like, because he has a, uh, out of all the Kryptonians, this is the one. That, so this is the, we finally, we know what species he is. Okay, the show's over. Dun, 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 we figured it out. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> okay, show's over. See you next Star Trek. Um, that was a nice seven years. So this Wow, kid, we made it to eight. Yeah, this guy, Dal. Uh, so when they were like, when the first time I heard someone say that they didn't know, he didn't know who he was, I was like, He's a Talaxian. Like, because that's what he looks like to me. Like, I immediately, I was like, uh, he's Talaxian. Yeah, I thought. He's, he's purple. Yeah, well, I mean, and? Neelix isn't purple. Neelix has some purple on him. Some, but not yes, purple. Yes, and I'm not pink either. <laughs> okay, well, like some of you. Right? We're so all there's brown, like a racial. There's a racial. No, We're all you, brown. You, my friend. I haven't seen you in person, but I'm betting you're pretty pink. Uh, well, I'm a very, very light brown. Melanine, sir, is brown. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Also, <laughs> that's the whole point of this show: is you and I are saying <laughs> things. So, on on a mild little tangent, it turns out that zebras. Are zebras black with white stripes or white with black stripes? They're they're black. Zebras are black. Oh, you know this already. Yes. They're from yeah, we know come on now. We know each other. When we see each other, no matter how little bit of we have in our in a little bit of the blood we have in our we know each other when we see each other. That's how I know that Bob Ross is a black man. <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah. wait, wait, you have to explain that to the ass because I don't get it. It's okay. Because of his I, fro? I don't. Yeah, I, there's. You just. I, you know. You could just look at him. And you're like, oh, yeah, he's one of us. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he's got buffalo hair. Man. Anyway. Buffalo soldier. Uh, yeah. So let's get back off the tangent. Sure. <laughs> They say he's not a Talaxian. They don't say he's not a Talaxian. They say we don't they know. Don't, who he is. And I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, man. Did, did, did you find like some of the beginning of the episode? Like, we're not there yet. Big, okay, we're, we're still in characters. Sure. Well, I was trying to talk about the cliche of him being the guy that he, nobody knows who he is. Oh, I mean, this is like, this is a continued trope in Star Trek, of course. Like, he's the guy. <laughs> like, he's, so now they've, this is basically they've made Spock, Data, Seven, Odo. Well, but, I mean, Like, like they're the, the captain now. Like, that would be a great captain. Like, Spock, Data, Odo. Like, they'd all be great captains. So now they've made the unknown. They're not the outsider character, but they're definitely, he's more Odo than he is Data. Because Data at least knows he's an android. Sure. This Spock is, this knows is, he comes from Vulcan. I don't know why you have to. <laughs> differentiate on such a small amount. We're not doing calculus here. We're just we're just saying. I'm just saying. IJS. Let's. We should change the name of our show to IJS. I'm just saying Star Trek. IJSST. I'm just saying Trek. That's all I'm doing. I'm just saying Trek. Well, so we just say Star Trek all day. Star Trek. So listen. Uh, there's another character whose name is uh, her name is Val. Val is it Val Val? I lost oh no, her name is Gwen. Yeah, it's Gwen. You know, you're, like you're Spider Man's girlfriend. Of, yeah. 
Wednesday. Season. Yeah, her species is called like the Valden Val Val Cat. Yeah, I, I, I got it. I got it. Hold on. N apostrophe A K A T. I don't know how you pronounce. Yeah, can I tell you about the word apostrophe? Whenever I hear the word apostrophe or say the word apostrophe, I think exclamation point, and then I think that I've said the wrong thing. So I'm always like apostrophe. No, I mean, and I'm like, oh no, 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 that's what I mean. I don't know what it is. If anybody else has that problem, hit us on Twitter and let us know that I'm not alone in my apostrophe quandary. So it might be more towards the lines of getting a, an apostrophe and a comma confused. Because they're both okay, a tick no, mark. Do one's that. on no, the line. No, no, one's this is not a visual line. thing. This is an auditory thing of the word, like the word uh, apostrophe. Like, I think it's because like ap apoplexy <laughs> and apostrophe should have like the same like a similar root right so like if like apoplexy would be like exclamation point right so like remind me of apoplex what what, what remind me of what that means? it's what i do when you make bad jokes see that was that that's what you just did actually that you were just apoplectic so you're like so like there's nothing you have nothing to say because you're just like frozen stuck like oh my god what so speechless is apoplexy uh we'll 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 say that we'll say that for now i'm right. we can refine it later we'll just say that <laughs> all right okay, okay so there's also uh a tellerite which is why i'm going to double down with my idea of well just because it's phylaxian doesn't mean i mean it's phylaxian just because there's, there's a, a, kazon. Uh, a, a kazon doesn't mean that because That's... we have a tellerite and tellerites are from yeah the alpha quadrant right yeah so are we in the alpha quadrant because we see a tellerite are, or are we in the delta quadrant because we see a caisson like which which one of these things has to be well, true i posit also, that neither have to be true because that's just yeah. logic what yeah, that yeah. it were there was a vulcan here to tell us <laughs> what okay so we they, they've never canonized a, a map of the uh milky way galaxy i disagree Seven of Nine showed us one. Uh, oh, Michael true. Burnham showed us one. Well, I, it's my belief that Data showed us one during the brief did, Romulan in, uh, in, uh, war that they had during the Next Generation. With, with the quadrants labeled and with them divided into quadrants. With the, we've also seen them. We've also you no. Know, we've seen like different small parts of it, pieces. I do believe that Seven of Nine may have showed us the entire thing. I think that Voyager showed us the entire thing. Okay. Like without everything labeled, but like yeah. a general idea of this is where we are. This is where we need to go. This is where basically everything else is. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that we got that, and I think we've got then like some fine grains in in the other series that, that show us things. Like especially, I do believe that when we found the Bajoran wormhole, we had a, a brief map that showed us from here to there. You know, yeah, the two uh, termini of the uh, of the Herm yeah. wool. <laughs> yeah. Um. My so. But do the quadrants go in a circle, or do they go left to right, bottom to top, or whatever? Top uh, it's my it's my understanding that alpha is the lower right hand corner. Lower right hand corner. Yeah. It was my understanding that alpha was the lower left hand corner, and 
Delta was the upper right-hand corner. Yeah, so I also had Delta in the same place, but I had Alpha on the right, Beta on the left, Gamma on the upper left, and Delta in the upper right. Or no, is one the upper right? This is because of the numbering convention of geometry starting with one, two, three, four, like that. I don't know. I think we've gone far afield. Why don't we get back to the characters? <laughs> but, well, I mean, my, my point was is maybe the Tellarites are closer to the border of the Delta Quadrant than they are. Nope. Nope. We met Tellarites all the way in original series. Yeah. The original series, we only met Alpha Alpha and marginally Beta Quadrant species. And Tellar is, you know, Tellar is in the Alpha Quadrant, like, for sure, like, proper, full, close to us kind of thing. Like, well, they're very close. See, that's the other thing is, uh, some maps I've seen put Earth really close to the border of Alpha and Beta. Okay. The point is... So that if you go left, you go into the beta quadrant. If you go right, you go into the alpha quadrant. Okay. I, I was just trying to logic out where the Tellarite could come from. There's, there, I mean, there are maps we can look up. Like, there are canonized maps. Like, there's maps that have been right. released. There's the star maps. You have a set of maps. Open that puppy up. Let's in this once and for all. <laughs> How dare you? It's Crack in mint that condition. Thing open. I, you know what? <laughs> okay, my memory is not in mint condition. Let's make my memory mint condition. <laughs> take that thing out of plastic. I, I have to. Oh, yeah. So you have to break the plastic. And Go, what are you? Are you gonna leave it for your children? Is that your plan? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to help me with the creation of the my I children? I can't story? do that. Oh, you're right. I mean, Medusans would be yes, unable sir. to do that also because they are genderless. <laughs> they are genderless. That was interesting. And I, well, I thought it was very interesting how they keep on dropping it though. Dropping what? Well, they, they kept on, every person that they told that they were a Medusan, they also have to point out that they are genderless. A cloud of vapor. Okay. Um, well, I mean, they, I guess not every single person. Could. Oh, are you saying they're making a point of making sure to show that they are being inclusionary in this show? Yes. For non-binary folk, right? Non, yeah. Here's the thing about this, this, uh, the voice of this character is that I tried to suss out, like, am I hearing male or am I hearing female? And like, from time to time, I would hear one and from time to time, I would hear the other. But there was the same voice every time. But just like with a slightly different like tone to it that just made it seem like sometimes it was warm and motherly and sometimes it was just not and i'm like it's so weird yeah um, i mean i shouldn't not weird it was just it was interesting that's what i mean to say that makes me wonder if maybe there are actually two actors being two voiceover people I, being I was, layered over each other i was thinking that but I, it sounded like just one voice and the same voice, or or two people that sounds amazingly. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I actually do. So this is Angus Emery plays mm -hmm. the character Zero. Um, right. Also, by the way, the lead of this show is on this other show that Gallifrey watches. It's called On My Block. Um, Brett Gray is also like a recording artist. Like he's very prolific, and so okay. it's it's uh, it's quite a get to get Brett Gray to lead a. 
a Star Trek series, almost as big as Sonego Martin Green. I'll tell you the big get for this series for the writing room, because the writing rooms, you know, have been very well focused over the past few years for Star Trek. And apparently, I'm assuming, if there's no lawsuits in progress, that we've gotten permission <laughs> from Peter David to bring the Bracar into canon. Because the Bracar come from New Frontier. Yeah. Well, they called her a Bracar, but she hasn't called herself a Bracar. Maybe they're conf- maybe the person who was calling her a Bracar was confusing her. But hold her- on. No, that, 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 that misses my point. Who's calling her oh. Bracar? The Purple Kid did. Right. Someone in the show. Which means either way that we've canonized Bracar. That's my oh, point. Oh, just by... Just sure. the word itself yes. and the species. You've now itself. mentioned oh. a species created by Peter David in Star Trek on screen, so it's now canonized. So well, we didn't pay Ron Moore for Tom Paris because we so we changed the name from Nick Lacarno to Tom Paris, right? So I guess does are, are we paying Peter David since we're using his work? Peter David's Bracar don't look like, like this Bracar. If she's a Bracar... Peter David's Bracar are in your imagination. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, except, no, they're they're not. They're, the covers of the book are... What? Yeah, and they look... I mean, this is a child. They, Peter, they, kind, Peter, of well, like they kind of look like this. They're very similar. This is a child. I'm going to say this is the same species. I'm I'm. This has to be the same species. Because if this is not the same species, this is the lawsuit. If I were Peter David and they did this without telling me, I would be filing a lawsuit right now. There, there could be a clause in. Uh, yeah, there could be in Peter David's contract saying something about whether they can use the names or not. Let's do some research and come back, and we'll uh, we'll find that out because I'm yeah. very curious about that. I I'd be very happy for Peter David if uh, if you know they're paying him for every uh, yeah. use of the. Bricard species. That would be awesome. Sure. If not, I would be very upset, and I would feel like they should, because he invented the Bricard. Okay. I mean, yes, he may have stolen from, you know, Marvel Comics, but... How's that? He was... So he was writing for comics at the same time that he was writing New Frontier. Yeah. And there are creatures in, like, The Thing... That that's one thing that I really I was waiting to get to point out just now is she looks very much like the thing from Fantastic. Four. So yeah, so this is what I always imagined Picard to be like because I always imagined that Peter David had taken Thing and made him a species and put him into Star Trek. Except at the time, Peter David was mostly writing uh, for DC, Supergirl, sure. I was there. Well, I no, he was he was writing Spider-Man 2099. Oh, well, there's that. The original version of that. And he I, wrote for Hulk for a little bit. That makes sense as well. <laughs> he wrote for uh, for Supergirl. He, he wrote a, yeah, a he wonderful did. rendition of Supergirl, an amazing rendition yeah. of Supergirl. Yeah. I was yeah. very impressed by it. I'm still impressed by it to this day. And I wish that they would, like, bring that out into, like, you know, mainstream. Mm. There's some weird things going on with that. In the storylines and stuff, but yeah, the, the Supergirl herself, yeah. We have, uh, uh, so I thought I was hearing the word Dreadnought. Okay. But this is Dreadnought, who's apparently the Diviner's uh, chief evil guy. For some yeah. Reason. Well, what I, I'm pretty sure they called him Megatron. 
I know he just looks like Megatron. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I get that. <laughs> I mean, doesn't he? I mean, he's a robot. So, yeah, he looks like a robot. And he wears a cloak, so he's technically a robot in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> There's, we have, we have the Diviner, right? And the Diviner is Gwyn's father. And I am... There's obviously one more character. We'll get there. But I'm at a loss. I'm very confused about what is happening with her father. Like, is her father in some sort of bubble tank, or is he not? Well, at the end of the episode, he wasn't. He's I'm not. wondering if... Like, yeah, so what's not. And so I thought that that was two different characters. Like, originally, I well, thought that the thing that was in a bubble tube may have been Medusa, because it had a giant skull. It had, like, a big-ass head, right? I thought. I thought it had a big-ass head. Yeah, but the Medusans don't have any... Sure. Any solidity yes, to them. Sure, absolutely. But Zero has an entire body. So I would imagine that if another Medusan wanted to have whatever aspect it wanted to have, it could have it. Just by building it. Yeah, okay. Or inhabiting it. Because I think that... Are Medusans psionic? Didn't uh, Carol Marcus have a Medusan that she melded with? I... Well, I know that Zero was reading um, Dal's mind through the episode. Yeah, so I think they have a psionic uh, thing to them. So, in any case, that's a a thing that confuses me about the show. But, um... Yeah. But the last... Go ahead. Because... They never, they showed him outside of the uh, container that he was in at the end of the episode, but he was in it through the whole episode. And my only hypothesis is, is at some point off screen during the episode, some of those rocks that were coming down on top of him crushed his containment unit and he had to escape from it to survive. Although how he's driving out. outside yeah. of it, because yeah, because he was breathing the liquid when he was talking to Gwen, or a gas or whatever. Like I it saw is. the yeah. bubbles coming from whatever the hell it was. It was not the same air that she was breathing. Yeah. So the last character is there's coffee in this nebula. <laughs> you know the lady from Orange Is the New Black. <laughs> is she in that? The lady from Orange Is the New Black. Yeah, is, is, is she in that? Yeah, yeah, she's a hologram in this show. She comes out no, right no, no. at the end. Is Kate Mulgrew in Orange Just is the New, New Black? Black? Dude, she's like, yes. I've yes. never seen the show. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's like a huge player on Orange is the New Black. Like, that was okay. like, that that was what she did I after, uh, that. what's that show, like, NSFLSVUSUVPUDU? Oh, NCIS? No, no, no! It's literally a show called like some craziness like that. Like it's really oh, called yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, like the, NCIS uh, LSVU. Yes, 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 yes. Which is actually shows which like that. actually a really funny show. I really, I think I may have okay. watched like that half of that show. I actually really enjoy it. NCIFS SUV whatever SV L. I'm really down with the LGHT DV community. HGTV. H, what is it? The LGHDTV community? I don't know. What are you trying to talk about now? I don't know, man. You mean the LGBT community? Yeah, the LGHDTV community. Where does H come in? It's a, it's a, it's a joke. Oh. Oh my 
god. Okay, so HGB. Okay. So now we've reached the end of the end of the characters. Well, um, I want to know if zero picks a better name than zero. I mean, why? (laughs) Zero? Well, it's Fusion of Zero. Yeah, but it's probably not the character's name at all. Yeah, it probably reveal, it's not a pick a better name. It probably has a different name. It probably yeah. doesn't even need a name. It's a ball of psionic energy. One of the things I couldn't figure out is when they finally introduced uh, the Bracarin's, uh voice, her her English vo- speaking voice. His? Them? I assumed that was. I I thought it was a little boy. Well, I. That's the problem with prepubescent children actors is they are sometimes harder to, to distinguish okay and I, sometimes to me it sounded like a, a a little boy and sometimes it sounded like a little girl oh it sounded like a little boy to me the whole time but you know okay to each her own and i wasn't sure i mean dow was always calling them a big fella but then he kind of suggested that they weren't even male so oh i thought they were i thought he was suggesting they weren't big no they were suggesting that they weren't even male oh or maybe i I mean maybe you can interpret it both ways or you could interpret it however the hell you want so let's get to it do you think it was a little too a little bit cliche by the cracks and the crystals just happened to form the Starfleet Delta. No, I thought it was cheesy. And that's what you need for the beginning of a Star Trek series. If you remember our Star Trek Discovery Season 1, Episode 1 episode, you need the beautiful vistas, uh-huh. the smart people, and the cheese. You gotta have the cheese. <laughs> I mean, the breaking rock was our was our walk the Delta in the sand moment. Okay, yeah. Well, and gotta... talking about cheese, I mean, th- these rocks are definitely Cheetos colored. Bright orange, <laughs> Cheetos. They're 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 harvesting Cheetos. They are harvesting Cheetos. <laughs> I'm so happy about them harvesting Cheetos. I really so does he have a tail on the back of his head or is that hair? Yeah. Well, do do, do uh. Well, you wouldn't know what a twilaxian is. Apparently, you wouldn't either, from the sound of it. Twi'lek, you don't. I would imagine you probably don't. <laughs> Either one of us knows what it is, and yet we're still talking. I about know it. what they are. I just was struggling with pronunciation. They're the historical characters from historic his, the History Channel. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't watch the History Channel. From Tell, other galaxies. Well, I do watch the History yeah. Channel from other galaxies as long as they include several galaxies. Several galaxies. You know, like the Milky Way, the Triangulum. And the Andromeda Galaxy. Oh, okay. What is that? Oh, we didn't discuss the... Uh... Murph. Yeah. I left Murph, him out, didn't yeah. I? Or it, yeah. I guess. I left Murph out. Them? Yeah, I totally left that blob of goo out. <laughs> yeah, this, this totally not ripped off of uh, um, Monsters vs. Aliens. Oh, I don't know it. Bob. I don't know. Oh. I still don't know it. Yeah. The, uh, it was an animated feature. Oh, I mean, um, I know of it. I just haven't watched oh, okay. it because this is the really the only TV7 <laughs> thing that I've watched in 
quite a while, I think, maybe. Unless, uh, yeah, I don't even think Finn and Jake are, t- are TV7. Mark off Adventure TV Time in here. Yeah, this is what, um, this is what uh, Prodigy came up as. Or Y7 TV. or something. Oh, Y7. Yeah. Oh, okay. TV Y7. Yeah, whatever it is. So you don't usually watch anything, what, below TV PG? I mean, it's... It's not an intentional act. It's just like, I... It's usually I don't see things that are, you know... Okay. That, yeah. that, are, that interest me that are going to be that rating. Now, one, one thing about this boy, the purple kid, Dal... Yes. Is I was noticing when we in a scene where we see really close on his face, sure. the the angle of the scar and the depth of the scar in his eyebrow is scar doesn't yet. Once you see closely on his eye, he has uh-huh. a, he has a nick in his ear and he has a scar on his uh, right eyebrow. Okay. Yes. <laughs> And the depth of it and the angle of it doesn't make sense because the depth of it, assuming that there's not extra f- more flesh up there than there are on humans on their arm. Why would eyebrows. you assume that? Just because he's basically a painted human. Have you seen a Klingon? Or a Trill? Or a Kazon? Or a Romulan? Actually... Those brow ridges, those are bone, and there's not very much. They are not bone. I saw Lorel fall against the floor. They're clearly made of some sort of hydroelastic (laughs) visco foam material. Silicon. (laughs) Oh yeah, they they might just Um, be implants. They're they're cartilaginous, perhaps. (laughs) But bone, my friend? No, no, no. They're not bone. They're 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 in. They're intended to be bone. Oh, I've seen one from a... his head. <laughs> I've seen anyway. Corky lean on his eyebrow and crush the entire thing into his face. Or rubbing his ear. Yeah, rubbing his ear and he gets confused as to where it is because, I don't know, he has bad proprioception, <laughs> I guess. Anyway... Anyway, the depth of the scar indicates that. I mean, it's. I guess it's not entirely impossible, but. I mean, you could get whatever, a piece of your bone chunked out. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, it's cut into a skull. Yeah, I mean, but I have very thick uh, uh, upper eyelids, though. Like mine are very thick for some reason. I don't know what that is. But I don't know what that means. But like Ben Cisco has very thin ones, and I have very thick ones. Like when I close my eye, there's like a bulge of like extra fucking junk that sticks out. You know what I mean? Are you sure it's not a zit? But also the <sighs> the angle the angle of the cut <sighs> how he didn't <sighs> slash his nose. A zit? Open, I'm like forty four years old. Why would I have a zit, Holmes? <laughs> like what are you talking uh, about? I still like, I You do? You eat less fatty warts? foods. Uh you get warts? No, no I don't get warts, Johnson but Hall. Uh, adult adults grow their own warts. Who? Pearl. <laughs> like, uh, um, Pearl, what are you talking about? So I, I was very pleased to see the case on. I was pretty excited yeah, about okay. it. I was unsure as to whether we are looking at a young Cation or not. Well, that would be a good question. I mean, certainly it's Cation-like. I mean, it's Cat-like, I was... actually. 
was excited to see this character. I hope we re maybe go back and rescue them, her. Yeah, I thought it very strange that we saw this this little kitty and then like I thought we were gonna take yeah. the little cat with us. And yeah, then as it turned out, okay. no, we didn't take the little cat with us. But I, I think that they could totally call back to that and like have they, they see her later, like years later, two two years later or something, and uh she's bitter because she got left behind by Gwen. She doesn't realize that Gwen was kidnapped, technically. You know, she's totally into Gwen here too. Sure. But um yeah, I I, I hope they either go back and get her or I hope they bring her back and she's like bitter and like they're a new nemesis or something. Oh, maybe okay. the maybe Megatron has corrupted her. You're looking for a formidable enemy cat to return in the future. And well, I mean, I'd, I'd prefer not. I'd prefer they go back and rescue well, that's her. That's literally not what you just said. Here you are, just saying Trek again. While the artists on this show seem to be drawing, should I say it? Can I say sure. it? Is it okay? Go ahead. The History Channel. Why? There, because the there's just a lot of aesthetic that appears to me more like that series than this series, like the the uh, the the tentacle head people, you know, like Gwen yeah. and her father. There's I'm so confused. I'm so not understanding. I I just got like because we're now we're back in the scene where she's kneeling before our diviner and she's calling her father yeah. our diviner for some reason and he does not look like to be like he's like he's why do they he look, doesn't look small they're zoomed way in on his eye so we why can't tell how big that is. i'm so confused i so don't understand because they're being nickelodeon and nickelodeon likes have these secret bad guys until the ultimate reveal at the end of i guess in this case episode one they're, they're, sure, they're, why hide them in like what is that device I want to know what that device is I don't know why it's there I want to know okay. what it's connected to a pot yep. because it has yep. some sort of power or something feeding it um, I want to know yep. why it, why the like outer part spins like that and why it's in glass and mm -hmm. why it's like a, a translucent uh, it looks like a translucent fluid yeah it is a translucent yeah. fluid because I see the bubbles pop right. rising up yep, definitely a liquid like is he regenerating Possibly. I mean, the uh, big bad, baddie bad from the other Galaxy History Channel thing certainly could go into a Bacta tank and just hover there, float there for a little while if he needed to. Oh. He didn't always have to be in his suit. So here's, an, so here's a Star Wars. Here's a Star Wars thing. Like, is that what this is? Is this whatever that kind of tank that you said? A Bacitracin tank or whatever? A bacteria <laughs> tank? Bacta. Bac yeah. Bacta. B bathtub tank are, are you intentionally not learning the word that's correct you are correct you ding ding <laughs> ding ding you win the prize for the day for realizing that you know history is not my thing I mean what is it you mean tell me please that's what we're it here just for seems contradictory. it just seems contradictory that you're you're allowed to be uh Annoying to me in one way, but I'm not allowed. How to... am I supposed to know I'm being annoying to you? Well, um, 
it annoys me a little bit when you intentionally avoid uh, admitting that you know a little bit more. Yeah, about- no, I, love, I know a lot about Star Wars. I've seen every Star Wars movie. I've seen a lot of television series. I just don't f-ing like it. I don't like it. It's not my thing. I keep saying that. I don't like it. Like, I've seen it. I know it. I get it. I know Star Wars. I know Anakin. I know he grew up and he had the, like, little kids and they were fucking twins and they were about to kiss and then they went to Han Solo and then they had the other kids and all that shit. I know it all. I just don't fucking like it. I don't like it. It's just not my shit. I don't like it. Is that clear? Yeah. Got it? Yeah, that's fine. I could even, like, reproduce some of the R2-D2s. Like, all that shit. Yeah, it's cool. I got it. Fine. Yeah, Murph totally shit. does that at the end of the episode. Yeah, it's cool. Like, yeah. So this is the thing. This is what I'm saying. It has very similar aesthetic. If I didn't know Star Wars aesthetic, I couldn't say it's Star Wars aesthetic because I wouldn't know it when I saw it. But I look at this and I go, this is Star Wars. Like, for some reason, I look at Gwyn and I go, Ashoka. I don't know what the f- that is. I think it has something to do with Star Wars. Ashoka? Yeah, A-S-H-O-K-A. Like, I don't know what that is. I don't know Star Wars, but I'm saying, like, it's... it's oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Star you're Wars pronouncing is, it wrong. Yeah, whatever. A-S... Yeah, I spelled it out for you so you would know what I was talking about. A-S-H-O-K-A. Ashoka. Like, I don't know what the f- it is, but when I look at her, that's what I think. And I don't know why yeah. that is. Is it some sort you, of, like... So you think you, you think that Gwen looks like Ahsoka Tano? I... If I, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I just know that that looks like Star Wars to me. Like, when I look at Gwen, I think okay. Star Wars. Like, the new Rebellion or some shit. Well, like, that's what I think. I mean, I think of, like, is this a Star Wars cartoon that happened, like, a while ago? I mean, I thought these droids and I thought that the uh, Megatron. Sure, yeah, the droids. Yeah, absolutely. The big robot. Yeah, the big tank. Yeah, it all looks like Star Wars to me. All of it looks like Star Wars. Well, the droids. The droids even the guy, out of the even major. the guy Dal Rock or whatever his name is, with the fucking tail on the back of his head, like he looks like <laughs> Star Wars. Like this whole thing looks like Star Wars. It looks like they took, like they were gonna pitch a show to the Star Wars people, and Disney was like, nah, nah, nah. And Alex Kurtzman was like, yeah, 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 it's bring it over here. We'll fix it. We'll fix it. We'll put Janeway in it. We'll put a fucking starship in it. It'll be cool, man. <laughs> just take the whole, like it's cool. You don't have to get rid of any of the storyboards and all shit you've already done. You just do the same shit. We'll just give them different names. We'll put them in different contexts. We'll throw a Kazon in there. Like we'll put like, a, right? Like I'm gonna put a little cat. We're gonna call that a Cation. Like, yeah, and you thought you were coming with some new shit for Star Wars, but hey, we got it. It's cool. We'll take it. We got it. Disney. Stay with Disney. Sell your shit to us. We're good. We got it. We got it. Take it on. Well, that's like literally what it looks like to me. This is Nickelodeon, and they are in direct competition with Disney and Lucasfilm for their animation. So they're probably trying to do something to attract the people. They probably get learned maybe some of the same similar art, so artistic techniques. Yeah. So let's be, very, let's be very specific. So the people that they're trying to get are kids. Yes. Right? Kids may not necessarily even know the difference between Star Wars and Star Trek. And this right here yes. is going to put them on the path of there's no difference. Right? And then they're going to grow up and they're going to be Star Wars and Star Trek. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with it. I'm saying it's a brilliant move. Okay. Well, that's a good thing. It is a good thing. I'm even hoping for like some sort of crazy amalgam comics from, from Star Wars and Star Trek. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Like they have yeah. some sort of crazy crossover universe for like crossover, 13 issues yeah. of a comic book. Yeah. 
or 13 yeah. issues 13 episodes of a tv show you know yeah this doctor who trailer that i saw earlier indicated that there would be six episodes okay and i realized that i don't know how many episodes are going to be in a season of prodigy and i don't know how oh, many episodes are going to be question. in a season of strange new worlds but this random ass number of episodes thing is <laughs> crap out of me like come on discovery well, yeah it, it is you give me I mean, just something even... consistent i don't care if you just give me 10 no i do care I, give me 15 yeah. that's what i want i want 24 episodes I, mean, I don't so i feel like i feel like in this day and age like 20 okay so it, it might be a little cruel to the actors how cruel uh, like because this shit is hard like they have tough working conditions like they work like 12 hour days I mean they make a lot of money but they work like but the, I feel like they make a lot less now because we produce a lot more shows and I think that we put a lot more uh, money into the shows than the acting mm-hmm. and I Uh-oh. think that working what are we ragging no, on no 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 let's move on I, I think that 12, <laughs> 12, 12 14 hour days are a lot and I think it's a lot to ask to entertain us well I think you know like entertain me Kate and, and mentioned something about 16 hour days but yeah 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 so like I mean the the, the, the reason Jean Jean-Pierre Bujol was not our Captain Janeway is because the hours were too much well I just wasn't sure what happens here when he cuts the the rock in half with the laser the little giant geode land on top of them and that's where all these crystals are coming from where all these crystals come they fell into something they fell into a different place well i things were falling on top of them but yeah that's true i think the things that fell on them fell into another place with them okay either that or or all the rot or everything broke apart around them and revealed this other vein Oh, okay. But also, I think that it's a kid's show. Yeah. And I I imagine that if we try to look too deeply, because, like, clearly they're not even outside, right? I mean, they're not uh, even inside. They're outside. Yeah. Like, and, like, a lot of these formations of the crystals are outside. And, like, when uh-huh. you look from perspective of, like, behind the saucer section, over the saucer, toward yeah. them... They're, yeah. they're outside. There's no cave anywhere nearby. <laughs> so, like, I, there's I light come from somewhere. It's almost as if we we missed a scene or something where they leave the cave and they go somewhere else. Yeah. But there's a part coming up that I really am am really kind of stuck on, where like so like when they enter the ship, when is his name Dalrock? But <laughs> Rock, the Dalrock. What's the Dalrock? Isn't that something? Isn't that a? Isn't that? Yeah, a Balrock. They just the, the, walked. A Balrock is from J- Token. They just walked in that back door, and then they look up and mm. they can see like the bridge from there. Like, what is? They could. I, that's what it appeared to be. It. But again, we might be. I might be missing some of the uh, some of the scenes. We might be having missing scenes between. So a Dow rock, by the way, is that that uh, that energy thing from Bajor, the storyteller. You remember? And like it would come out at night and it would like threaten them, 
and then mm. O'Brien had to go oh. be the storyteller, and it was this big energy thing that came out, and they had to go into yeah, the story and make the energy go away. That was yeah. the Dalrock. Yeah. So why is there a combat just sitting on the floor in the middle of the Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm also interested in the new type of combat because now it has a Federation star etched into it. Yeah, and, and was it hovering there or was it just sitting now, on a very it was, reflective it's, glass it's, surface? I, yeah, I think it's on the ground. I think it's on the, the ground. It's on the floor. The, yeah. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and, and I don't know where the crew is. I don't know who took their combat. Somebody was like, fuck well, this, I'm leaving the ship and took their combat <laughs> off, put it on the ground and then walked <laughs> off the ship. And yeah, yeah. when nobody there to like drive the ship out of there, I would like to know how the ship got there. I would like to know why this guy's like, get me my ship and it's like uh yeah are you sure that's yours you don't have a uniform <laughs> or anything and this hologram she don't know you so yeah you really? <laughs> it, it's my hypothesis that uh the federation sent the ship out by itself since it so which meant that it could since it was by itself it could travel for as far and as long as it needed to not was, worrying about the limited lifespan by itself. Is that what you're suggesting? Or teleported, maybe? You're suggesting that maybe it they... sent it out by itself? Yes. It wasn't intended to have a crew? It was intended to go find a, a crew. Find a crew? With phasers? Mm-hmm. When you send a message in a bottle, do you put a gun in it also? Hey, well, that's a good come point. find me. I'm going to take a wooden box, I'm going to put a pistol in it, I'm going to put a little note, a little post-it note on the inside of the tape that says, come find me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's what well. happened. That's what happened when when uh, when uh, is, is when this a, is this a Morn? Up. Yeah, that's a Lorian. It was a Lorian, yes. Mm-hmm. That's a okay. Yeah. So are the so are the Morns from uh, the yeah, they're Delta called Lorians. <laughs> okay. And no, they're not from the Delta Quadrant. Why aren't they called Morns? <clears throat> because they're called Lorians. It's like okay. asking why aren't they called Earls? <laughs> Right, they called Earls because they're not called Earls. They're not. That's not their name. Okay. I, did they ever say the name of his race on? on Who on the, the Lorians? Yes, they mentioned Lorians yeah. before. They and did. I was. I, yes, they mentioned the name Lorians. He was a Lorian. Uh, he was a Lorian courier. Actually, he was one of the first couriers long before book. Okay. And I believe the first mention of him being a Lorian was Quark. Mentioning that he was a Lorian, that Morn was a Lorian. Okay. Remember, Lorians have five stomachs. I knew they had part? multiple stomachs. Ah, so you admit that you knew they were Lorians, huh? I well, I knew that they mentioned that Morn has, or no, I think it was Dax that said something about Morn having more than one stomach. Yeah, yeah, five stomachs. Of course, Dax is. Dax has hinted at a lot of that she's been involved with Mornin. Yeah, yeah. Now, okay, if this guy is really a, a Tellerite... Where are his tusks? They're, he kind of has the one there. It's broken mm-hmm. off, apparently. So we're going to go back to but, Saru's line from uh, 
season two of Star Trek Discovery, the was it an Obel for Charon, where he goes, was I the only one who bothered to learn another language? So why would a Tellarite know any other language than whatever language they speak on Tellar? Is my question. Yeah. Um, like that's a good point. Yeah, and if they're nowhere near the Federation, Federation standard is uh, not going to be spoken. It just—he doesn't seem familiar with Federation technology at all. He doesn't. He certainly doesn't act like it. No, he said he could get the ship working in X amount of time. It seemed okay to me. Well, yeah. Well, that's just because he's a good engineer. Once you've seen you one, you've seen them all. So yeah, there's that. I mean, but there's a certain base. There's certain basic things. Uh, I mean, German cars are. There's certain similarities to a German car than there are in uh, American cars or Japanese cars. So a starship is a starship. They're just because they're made by the Federation or made by the Romulans or whoever. There's still going to be a lot of similarities. So that's what he's just talking about. Other than the fact that Romulan ships are powered by a micro singularity quantum quantum singular a micro quantum singularity just quantum oh okay the the gwen is showing the kitty person uh languages apparently and Why do you say apparently? i was noticing well that because some of them just looks like circles with lines on it most of it was klingon I, 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 most of the writing that now that I've seen the actual writing, yeah, I've, mm. a lot of it I saw was Klingon. It's weird that they used mostly Klingon. I guess they wanted to make it uh, recognizable for us or something. I don't mm -hmm. know. Yeah. But yeah, she was she was showing the languages. Are you familiar oh, with the name D. Bradley Baker? No, I I'm not. Why don't you tell me? He he's just a voice actor that does a lot of stuff in modern cartoons. He played all the voices of the clones and the clone troopers, uh, or in the Clone Wars uh, cartoon. He's played voices in Futurama, I think. He apparently is uh, the next Frank Welker as far as being able to imitate animal noises and, and random non-language sounds. He's talented. Yeah, he's doing a pretty good job with uh, Murph. I uh, actually saw, I think it was a Star Trek Day panel that they did, and he did a little Murphing, and it was actually pretty impressive. Oh, okay. I'm sure his wife is quite proud. <laughs> Do you know the guy from the uh, Police Academy movies that did all the sound effects with his voice? Yeah, Michael, what was uh, that actor's name? Michael... Um, Oh Lord, why can't I pull his name? His name is Michael. Uh, Michael something. Shoot. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know his name. Um, some of the sound effects that he's able to make, D, is able to make it are um, kind of just as talented. Okay. Or, but his are more organic and more biological than those. Uh, uh, D Bradley Baker's. Oh okay. Sounds like, you know, animal noises and stuff. But music is very, very reminiscent of the JJ verse or the. Uh, yeah, okay, verse. so here's the thing. Like, there's a. There's a. There's like a. 
violin thing that happens like yeah yeah that one yeah yeah so there's that like and then there's another part uh that also happens uh there's like a dun 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 that happens like at the beginning of the theme like all of that is kelvin verse like that's totally kelvin verse yeah like this is so this is i think probably the second uh connection to the kelvin verse and i wonder then are they trying to like define all of it as one universe for this generation to like bring it all together so there's no like disagreement about you know like this is this kind of star trek and that's that kind of star trek like if you have or no confusion for a younger audience or a newer audience sure yeah yeah yeah. like if you put all the elements together in one place then you contextualize that as star trek is this place and all of those things are that place the problem is they're bringing star wars with this series in as well so it's almost like a generification of star trek or science fiction in general like yeah. The same is true of like many types of shows. I think we may have had this conversation before where like I think you could put a Star Trek brand on a lot of things. I think that you could uh-huh. put the Star Trek brand on Seinfeld, put Seinfeld on a starship, you know, and you could still have Seinfeld. It wouldn't be Star Trek Seinfeld. <laughs> you know? I hope it's not getting to that generic. I mean, somehow I don't always see Seinfeld is getting along with of applying to Itic. I don't think it's required in the entire universe that we apply to. Well, but they're all humans. And so and I also humans. say that it's not true that we have, that we would we adhere we neither adhere to Itic nor um the good of the many. Well, we sort of like I feel like in 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 Starfleet we sort of like randomly apply the rules as it fits our situation and our own personal desires because Janeway is a murderer <laughs> because I cannot forgive her for two Vicks. <laughs> like the good of the mini my ass you killed that man and he you had two officers who melded and said that they were good the way they were and you were like no fuck that I'm gonna change you back the way I want you to be because I need you to be this way instead of like oh you're a different person well, with a new life now. Like, you don't I, do I that think to if Trill. They actually, you don't take the Trill apart yeah, and be like, yeah. oh, Ezri, you're not working. Let's take the Trill out of you. <laughs> and you well, how do they know? Hologram do we know? back. We, we don't know what killed Curzon. What? What did Curzon die from? Old age. Just old age? Uh, didn't Curzon look that old. As fuck. Yes, he was. He was really old. Huh? Okay. He didn't look very healthy either. And imagining, I imagine he probably wasn't all that healthy. He seemed like he was well, kind of yeah, a browser. I, I mean, if anybody in the 24th, 24th century smoked, it was probably him. Yeah, and Will Riker. Will Riker, really? Yeah, for some reason, I see Will Riker with the with the cigar. <laughs> He probably got he probably got all the boys into it. Like they probably all went on the holiday. He was hanging out with Jordy and Data. Data was faking it, right? And like maybe Picard came once or twice. He definitely had O'Brien. O'Brien's definitely smoking a cigar. O'Brien's definitely drinking also. And Bashir's definitely drinking. And Bashir's really just drinking to be cool to hang out with O'Brien. But O'Brien's hey, drinking. Hey, speaking of Bashir, sure. Do you think that um, Bashir and Garrick were intimate? The fir- 
Yeah, oh, sure. Okay. I think they went out on a couple dates. Yeah, I do. I do think they went out on a couple dates. I don't think that we were comfortable with saying it back then, but I do think that they went out on a couple dates. They like they tried it out. Okay. Okay. What about O'Brien and Bashir then? No, I when... don't think so. I think that okay. Bashir got but got got quickly over it. He was like, okay, so boys suck because like Garak was like a whole thing, and he was like, never again, never no, he, ever he again. Is... But Bashir was by and Garrick was get just straight up gay. I don't know. Uh, didn't Garrick have? I I always had the suspicion. Oh, you're right. That he, Torres well, Yall think... was his daughter. No, Torres Yall. I mean, was Ducat's Ducat. daughter? Sure, yeah. that's for the story. Yeah, absolutely. That's the story. Oh, but you know, Cardassians lie and don't tell the truth about like questionable and weird yeah. things like that. You're right. Like we. Well, don't then why know. did he? Then why did Garrick try to date Zial? Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, I took that back. That definitely wasn't her. <laughs> oh, but he did. He did date You know, and I think that uh, I think that I remember. Uh, I could be mistaken, and just Andrew Robinson. You know, if you hear it and and you want to reach out and correct me, I welcome it. Because <laughs> <But he said, laughs> we'd love to hear from one of our favorite. Contact me directly and tell me how wrong I am. <laughs> but I think that I heard him say. Oh, wow. I, I will gladly take the correction. I think that I heard him say that he was very disappointed that they went that direction with Garrick because he thought yeah. he always knew Garrick to be gay. Like, he wasn't yeah. playing him as gay, but oh, he was he, playing he Garrick, played, so... No, I he mean, played him as gay as he could. I mean, he was pretty gay. He was pretty gay. Like, he was pretty gay. Yeah. Like, yeah. to the point I, I where, like, I old... just found him creepy a lot of times. Like, like, when he came over, oh, it was yeah. like, when he first introduced himself to Julian, I was like, yeah. what a fucking creep. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what are you, why are you so, oh, dude, aren't you Cardassian? What's going on? So on the screen, we're looking at, um, Dal? What are we calling him That's now? his name. Okay, Dal. We're calling him Baby Neelix. <laughs> Lil Neelix. Baby. Lil, okay. Um, on the outside of the ship, and the ship has got to be going, what, at least, how fast would you say this ship is going right now? All right, so again, so again, we're I, going I back to, you. yeah, it's a kid's show. This is just the way it's going to be. Oh, okay. Just, you got to go with these things. just not being blown away. Because these things, All yeah, right. I mean, he's not being blown away, and there are canisters of shield energy on the outside <laughs> yeah, of the ship the of that the you ship. put into the ship into to make ship. them spread around the, the ship. Yeah, yes. like there are things that yes. uh, I like, don't think I'm going to look yeah. too deep. Uh, uh, you know? They're, they're not, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, okay, I... I was totally going to ask, talk about that. It's like, yeah. why? No need. Yeah, let's not. Let's not. Let's not waste our time trying to psychoanalyze a children's show. Also, where does the bug, Megatron, the the insect, were there Insecticons? Yeah. Were there any Insecticons? Yeah, they, sure. yeah, there were. Well, then that's yeah, Megatron the Insecticon. And this Insecticon <laughs> has been hiding the whole time inside of a rope. Yeah, apparently. He was a robot in disguise. <laughs> a disguised robot and okay so there's there's he's also from the of, matrix see all those red blinking there, he's lights? definitely from the matrix he's also from outside of the universe where the damn uh where the where the things from picard were about to invade this universe and destroy all organic life <laughs> they're definitely doing some lens flaring here too out of the yeah uh, well you know there's the thing about like 
Yeah. You're you're right, though. I think it's definitely a good idea to kind of amalgamate all of Star Trek into this one thing. Yeah, I think you bring it together. I mean, this would be a perfect show to introduce my stepfather to because he is not very familiar at all with any of none or fictionalized pop culture. That's cool. Is he seven? Unfortunately, not. No, he's my stepfather, and he's he just married my mom, and he's a few weeks or months or I mean she could be a cougar yeah totally a a pet a pet a cougar wow (laughs) she likes their feet (laughs) pedophilial cougar she likes she likes feet (laughs) yeah yeah okay I'm going with that the giant robot the Dr. Octopus robot um, zord creature by the way is also part (laughs) Terminator I don't know if you noticed that (laughs) Yes, I did. Right there. Yeah. And he literally transformed into a handgun. Yeah, he's yeah, he's definitely Megatron and he's definitely a, a, a Terminator. <laughs> a Terminator from the Matrix. Yeah, and he also can shoot a b you know what? I don't think we're supposed to look this far. I think Jack Torino said They also I don't know if this looks familiar, but this reminds me of some sort of trench that a ship was flying through at some point or something. Oh, oh, a trench. You know, okay. as we're trying to, well, they weren't trying to drop a grenade into the end of a trench, but like, <laughs> they're definitely trying to pew, pew, pew very soon. <laughs> you know? uh, well, they're, I mean, there's a similar scene in the Matrix again, too. But, really? Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Yes. This is all kinds of elements of all kinds of junk going all over the place. And this yeah. Murph character. Yeah, uh, is really really smart. <laughs> like smart. really, like he turned on the oh, phasers. There's more, Nobody there's, else could yeah. turn on the phasers. And not like, there's only a lot that, but he like, taught yeah, the phasers he, how to automatically fire and what to target. Um, I think he's firing them himself. Itself, he's firing all of these. I think phasers. he's yes, because I usually have fingers or hands. I think he's manually firing. Things. Yes, I think he's manually firing all the phasers the, the wow, way they're he's firing. Good. I this think is Murph is Mur- oh. Murph is the prodigy. Oh, this could be. Murph, Murph is going to turn out to be Murph. Odo. It's like Odo's <laughs> stepson. Right? <laughs> but the spots, the spots are Talaxian. The, the, where the hair is placed on Dal is Talaxian. The spots uh, on his temple are Talaxian. Like, these are the two things that make me think Talaxian. And it wasn't until someone said that we don't know what species he was until I realized, oh, I guess he's not Talaxian. <laughs> I just assumed because yeah. I mean consider maybe they have a different interpretation of Talaxian right because they certainly have a different interpretation of Tellarite um, well yeah. yeah although as as uh, my, my good friend before the show that I was talking to pointed out that uh, there's no reason there couldn't be a purple Talaxian why couldn't a Tellarite sure, there is, have uh, a different appearance than what we've already seen there is racial diversity among the Talaxians the racial and diversity the racial on diversity amongst the Tellarites yeah because we even have what do we have uh, and we have we have white and blue Enar well, Andorians well and green too I mean we've definitely seen a green Andorian that's a Grandorian uh-huh. They're much older. Okay, so yes, so now I see the size of the bridge. So I, I can count now, and it's one, two, three, four, five, six. It's like 10 decks, that ship, at the most. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, that's what I was guess yeah. guesstimating it to be is about ten decks. Yeah, but I that's think still it's... bigger than the Defiant class. Sure. Those pieces of glass are definitely broken. Somehow his containment unit got shattered. Yeah, I, I, I think there must be a scene or a couple scenes or something that we missed uh, here in this episode. It may have made, maybe it was like an hour long and they just cut out part of it. I don't know. The the ending with "Get me my ship" didn't really make sense to me because, well, well how did it become his ship? He he, he he's laid cl- it, it's salvage rights. He's laid yeah. claim to it because it you know, crashed on his ass. There, there's just I'm gonna chalk it up to you know there's some things that we don't know, and I think that I like that about yeah. a Star Trek series sure. is like having the unknown because like Discovery didn't have much unknown, you know like it really kind of didn't. It really didn't have like mysteries built in. Like it had the 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 black it had the the spore drive but like that was a that's a function that's a functioning function of the series like moving yeah. forward very very soon we we, we didn't know what a Saru was or what what uh, a Kelpian was yeah but that's not a We've fair that's not a fair like that's not a fair um that's not a fair mystery like well okay I, I get what you're saying. We put yeah, things we, there, and then we slowly reveal it. Okay, but like, there's a mystery. There's, some of these mysteries are like these are these are actual mysteries. These are just not like things we don't know. It's it's yeah. like it's that kind of mystery. Like, what does it mean for the show? Like, whatever particulars there were about about Saru or about Ariam or about Awosukun or about like they don't really have any impact on the show at okay. large. Mm-hmm. But these things have will have an impact on the show at large. I, I think. Okay. I think. I don't know. The, sure. the things about, like, where did the ship come from? Why is it here? What is Dal? You know, like, uh, why? What is? what was the big chamber? What was the father doing? Why was he mm-hmm. in a big tube? Like, all these things, I think, will, should, should probably have impact on the show. I think going back to the idea that this is intended to be a seven-year-old show or around that age, we've got to remember that in order to make a mystery, you've got to make the mystery obvious. Uh, and okay. Fair enough. the mystery, mysteriousness of the mystery, obvious. Yeah. Who is we, this guy? Yeah, we asked. Oh, I'm so excited. We've asked eight times in, during one episode. <laughs> what is Dal? What are you? What are you? What are you? No, know, <laughs> man. I don't know. I'm like seven years old. Leave me alone. <laughs> there, there are going to be some things that we're like, what? That? Wait, what? And you've got to spell it out to a seven-year-old sometimes. Okay. Maybe I'll enjoy this better because sometimes you got to spell stuff out to me too. And now we found the Star Trek for you. Well, <laughs> the Star Trek Earl Grey. No, we Earl Grey still likes it, their uh, lower decks. I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> so, uh, so look, I think that we have reached the end of this episode, which is our inaugural episode of our reviews of Star Trek Prodigy. Yeah. I have a small secret surprise for you, and that is that I hope that you will join me when next we review Star Trek Prodigy Season 1, Episode 2, Starstruck. All right, so uh, I'll see you uh, I'll see you next time. Yeah. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll hear, hear, hear you next time. And Here's my positive affirmation for you that I said I was going to repeat every episode. And I hope you guys have a great time. Stay stay positive, dream big, and we'll hear you next time. We won't actually hear you. Just, just You'll hear sure. I don't want to make you nervous. Yeah, the, keep, 
people say I'll see you next time on the end of a video and I'm like no I hope you're not seeing me <laughs> AMF. support the continued making of this show through patreon.com let's talk about Trex is a production of Anodyne Relay supported by the Star Trek fan community of listeners like you we review the copyrighted works of Paramount CBS's Star Trek team of whom no copyright infringement is intended you can reach us via email at email at letstalkabouttrex.com you can leave us a message at area code 202-804-6312 our producer is David Moody and our writers Jack and Earl are on Twitter as at Trextalkers and would greatly appreciate the obligatory like and subscribe from wherever you're listening now we record on Lenovo computers with Zoom, mix with NCH Mixpad, and master with Kakos Reaper. Our intro, outro, and interstitial musics feature samples from Awakening by Waterboy from Pixabay. <laughs> <laughs>